This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 43. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello and welcome to the show. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I know there are new people listening to the show all the time and I'm really grateful to have you here. I hope you're going to get lots of really, really interesting uh, information, advice, ideas about language learning to help you on your way. And if you're a seasoned listener, if you've listened to to maybe all of the previous 42 episodes or or, or only a handful, Thank you so much for, for coming back and for, for staying with me. You know, it's the, it's you guys listening to the show that gives me the motivation to, to carry on. So th- thank you. I really appreciate you. And today we've got a, a, a really nice question about a career in language learning. So if you ever thought about maybe living and working as a language teacher or something like that, you're going to be interested in this. Before we dive in, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, highly relevant to today's episode, italki, where I get all of my language lessons every week online with native speaker teachers. You can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's get into today's question from Chiara. Hi, Oli. It's Chiara from Italy. I'm a 22 years old language student and I'm actually about to become a language teacher. Now, I've been studying languages all my life, from elementary school up to university, but I always found that the most effective way for me to improve my language skills was to actually go abroad, get in touch with locals and talk with people and get along with them. So, um, I know that there is all this technology available that I'm actually using now at the moment and sometimes I feel like the teacher role is being overtaken by technology. I just wanted to ask, do you feel like it is still worth investing your money and effort and time in a full university education in language learning and teaching or is there simply so much out there that it would be a waste of time? Do you think that Knowing languages is simply not enough anymore for a fulfilling career. Thanks and cheers from Italy. Chiara, thank you so much for your question. And first of all, I just want to say I absolutely love your accent. I felt as I was listening to you, I felt like I was in Italy right now and just surrounded by Italian stuff. So thanks so much for that. That was really great. And what a fantastic question as well. I think you're asking two things. The first thing I think you're asking is whether you should do a language degree. Obviously, I understand you've done yours already, but should people, is it still worth people doing a language degree? And then the second thing you're kind of getting at, I think, is, well, are language teachers still needed? Are they still necessary when we've got so much technology around? So I'm going to answer this in two, in two different, in two separate parts, because I, I, I think I did see, hear those two parts in your question. So first of all, whether a language degree can help your career. Well, the first thing is obviously whether it helps you with traditional job opportunities. And, you know, I'm not sure I'm, I'm qualified to answer that, that particular question. But in any event, you know, the world is changing so much these days that I don't, I'm not convinced that the, 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 the degree that you do, the top, the subject of the degree that you do at university really affects your job prospects that much. Because there are, I've just heard so many examples of, of of people doing a degree in one subject and then as soon as they finish, as soon as they graduate, moving into a totally different uh, career path. So I don't think 
that the subject itself is is such a big deal. But I think what is a big deal is what you get from that particular, what, what you actually get as a person from that particular pursuit. Because the thing about languages is, and I've got a lot of friends who did languages at university, and there are certain things that they have in common. And I think languages encourage, help you grow in so many, so many ways. You know, it's well documented the, the fact that multilingual people have have um, are, are, are more are better able to do certain things. Their, their brain functions in different ways. Um, so that, that's that's clear straight I mean, from childhood, but I'm sure that applies to to older age as well. If you if you get the opportunity to study a language for three or four years in depth, and I think language degrees are usually four years with a year abroad, you develop you. It's such a fantastic thing. You get you develop this passion. You spend your 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 you spend many years developing a passion for a language. You you meet so many people using different languages you often get this this year abroad that i mentioned before so that this is something really special and i think you know if you go and you and you spend and you do a, a degree in something something more more scientific like i don't know maths or or science or or whatever i i think that you 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 really miss out on the opportunity to kind of spend this time immersed in a in a a in something like languages you know, so I think it's a it's a wonderful thing to do, and I I know lots of people actually who have done language degrees, and they've gone on to work for investment banks and things like that. So I've heard before from friends of mine who actually recruit for those kind of banks that they actually look for people. They like to recruit linguists because they've got very good kind of analytical skills, very good. Um, they're 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 intelligent. They they think well. They are they're good with people. They've tend to be well-rounded individuals. So I think there is there is lots there are lots and lots of reasons to do a language degree both for in terms of career and also in terms of the, the development that you get. And you know for me when I was at university I I did music. I went to a music college and I studied jazz piano for 4 years. Um so and that was what I used to do. I used to play jazz piano and I still do actually sometimes playing lots of different bands around London. I used to make that used to be my my my, my career. And you know sometimes I when I think back to those days and I think back to what I got from that, career-wise, it didn't really do much for me having studied music. I, I decided after a while that I didn't want to pursue music as, as a full-on career. Um, and and I think with a music degree, you don't necessarily have as many options as if you'd done something something different. But you know what? When I think back to those years, the four years that I spent in London studying music, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change that for the world because I met so many incredible people. I I played spent all my time playing music, listening to music, playing music, hanging out with with friends of mine, sitting up till four in the morning, drinking wine and and listening to to old jazz records from the fifties, talking about music, living and breathing music for that whole time. And that I think that defined me as a person. That has so much. Who I am now has so much to do with that experience. And all the time, my friends from 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 school who'd gone on to do different degrees spent all their time stressing about exams and and what company they could get to work for and and all this all this crazy studying they had to do. And I I didn't see them particularly enjoying it. It was like everything they did was kind of one step one part of the of the next step you know so from 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 high school you think okay how can i get into university and then from university it's okay how can i get that job with this big company or whatever and i think 
doing something like music or languages or art at university, it gives you this incredible opportunity to to just be yourself and to to kind of nurture this um, this this passion and this artistic creative side of you that you just can't get from other from other disciplines. So that's my take on the first part of the question: Should you do a language degree? I think absolutely yes. The second part was: Are teachers still needed? Now you you mentioned Kiara that you know you've always found that the best way to to learn a language was to go abroad and to meet local people and to talk to them and, and all that. And um, and yeah, I mean, I think there are very few people who would disagree with you about that. I certainly find the same thing. But I think what's important to remember is that you're so you're ta- you're taking this idea of you know well why do we need language teachers if we can just go abroad and and and, uh, and meet local people and learn that way or or use all the incredible technology that we have now to learn languages that way? Why do we need language teachers? But I think it's important to remember that you're coming at this from a very different point of view. You know, you're someone who, who obviously, you, you speak flawless English. Your English is fantastic. I imagine you speak other languages as well. You know, you are someone who knows how to learn languages. You've been doing it for a long time. You're, you're a linguist. You, you know how to do it. And so when you go abroad and you meet local people and you learn languages that way, or when you use technology to help you learn languages you know you mentioned that you are currently using lots of different technology in your own language learning and possibly teaching too you're coming at this from an educated informed place now it's important to remember that most people are not coming from that place so and you know with my work on the blog and the podcast and, and interacting with people i see it all the time when people say you know ollie i went abroad and i was lived abroad for 5 years and i didn't learn anything or you know I've, I'm using Duolingo and I and I just haven't learned anything. I still can't speak. Whatever people who are not coming from a uh, kind of educated or experienced language uh, standpoint, they don't know how to use technology. They don't know how to approach local people and, and talk to them when they go abroad. So the, the the point is is that you there is always going to be a role for teaching. Language learning is a skill that's incredibly hard to learn, and with any kind of skill, you can't. It's very, very difficult to develop that by, by yourself. And and so for for most of the world who are not experienced language learners, you know, you have to, you have a mission here. You have a very important, powerful thing that you can do, which is to empower other people to help learn languages. And I think you really shouldn't underestimate that. The you know there are. Now there are advantages to technology. As a, as a language teacher, you, you might choose to you know not have a traditional language school. You might choose to do your work online, and increasingly that that's what happens. I think what that's I don't I don't see this as a negative. I don't see the technology side as a negative, but what it does mean is that for you as a language teacher, you have to you have to demonstrate your value, okay? Because there's lots of there's lots of marketing out there. There's lots of big language companies, and you've got Rosetta Stone and Pimsleur and Duolingo and all of this. That's fine. That's one angle. That's one aspect of language learning. What you've got to do is demonstrate the value of yourself as a teacher and what you can offer that other people don't. And I remember talking to to my friend Kirsten, who runs a fluent language, the fluent language blog. And she's a language teacher, and she says that you know she and she charges a lot of money for her lessons, and 
But the thing is that she, her students, they come back over and over and over again because she, because they can't get the kind of individual attention that they get from her elsewhere. No amount of technology or or, or interaction with native speakers is gonna is gonna teach you that stuff. So as a teacher, you know, you have the uh, the, the the ability to to earn good money, charge people, um, you know, fair amounts of money for in some cases a lot of money to help them do do something that they couldn't do otherwise and it's and it's the right thing to do because for someone who's been abroad and it hasn't worked for them for someone who's tried to use um online technology and it hasn't worked for them you know you might be the person Kiara who can help them learn that language and change their life and so there is there are increasing amounts of opportunities for you as a language teacher you've ju- what you have to do is just learn how to demonstrate to people that that language face-to-face language teaching has that value and that's that's your challenge that's what you have to learn to do in it because the world is changing and um, you're right in the sense that the old model of language learning and teaching is is it's not gone but it's certainly adapting and evolving so I think it's important that you do keep on top of the changes in technology and learn how to how to use that the best way for you for my own case, you know, I've been learning Arabic. I'm living here in Egypt. I do most of my learning with native speakers. You know, I, I spend lots of time chatting to to friends and and, and tutors face to face, and that's that's the basis of my of my learning. But I still have my my trusted teacher Mona, who I have regular lessons with, because I can't get the the things that she can tell me about my Arabic. I can't get elsewhere. You know. So I still keep going back and I keep taking lessons and I would, I would, um, I, I, you know, she could probably double her prices and I would probably still pay her. I <laughs> hope she's not listening to this. Um, she could probably double her prices and I still, I still pay her because I can't get that anywhere else. So you need to become that person, become the person who's so good at teaching and helping people, um, learn languages and change their life in that way that people will keep coming back over and over and over again to, to you for that. So I hope that helps. Um, you can probably tell that I'm quite I'm quite passionate about it. I mean, I, I'm not a teacher myself um, at the moment. I have taught in in the past, although obviously my my uh, my brand is I, I will teach you a language. I mean, I don't do much kind of one to one teaching, but it's something that I I really care about and I've got uh, strong strong feelings about. So I hope that's I hope that's useful for you. For those of you listening, if you'd like to ask me a question, maybe this has inspired you in your own language, your own, your own language uh, world, or maybe there's something else you'd like to ask me, head over to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask, and you'll be able to leave me a voice message. You can also leave me a message in an iTunes review, which you can do by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash review. Now, a resource for today that I'd like to give you is a podcast by a friend of mine called Tammy and she runs a, a podcast called the Business of Language Podcast. So if any of you out there are interested in, in language teaching, you should definitely check this out, especially the wonderful episode six featuring none other than myself, where we talk about um, uh, we talk about about blogging and teaching and things like that. So if you're interested in the kind of online uh, online side or the, or the professional side of language work, you should definitely check this out. I'll put the link to this in the show notes, which you can find at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 43. But once again, that's the, the Business of Language podcast. You could you could search for that on iTunes as well. So thanks so much for listening. I'd like to thank the sponsors of today's show, italki. Again, a, a fantastic avenue for people to make money by uh, by teaching languages. Anyone can do it. 
you can if you're a, you can be an informal tutor or a or a professional teacher. You, you know, you pick your the rates that you'd like to charge, and you and it's a fantastic place to meet hundreds of thousands of students from around the world. Also, if you're a student, it's the place where you can take lessons. It's another example of the the way the world is changing. And the opportunities that arise for for all of us. So, if you'd like to get a free lesson, then head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash start speaking. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.